0: Welcome to the first episode of Yam Not Potatoes, a podcast brought to you by the three of us, Mireille. Hello. Jing. Hello. And me, Abby, where we ramble to provide ourselves and hopefully also you entertainment. Now, you might be wondering, or, or not, whatever, um, why the name Yam Not Potatoes? Well, we believe at Yam Not Potatoes that potatoes are great, but we're not really that type of starchy vegetable. Um, in our Facebook group chat, somehow it became common practice in our circle to use our first initials to create a name, and so that's how Yam came about. So really, Yam is Jing, Abby, and Miri. We started this podcast to share our honest experiences going through our 20s, and we think you can relate to it, and really is just to have fun. So who is in Yam? Jing, how about you start and let us know a little bit about yourself. (laughs) So I am Jing, or Yu Jing. I was born in Malaysia
1: and went to school in Singapore, currently in Canada, and I'm a student at the University of Toronto. I just go by Jing in Canada because I kind of see it as my Canadian persona.
0: Mm -hmm. What about you, Abby? I am Abby. I'm the tallest yam of the group, but I'm not that tall. (laughs) 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 I'm born and raised in Canada, and I work as a community arts organizer and artist. An interesting fact about me would be that I eat with my left hand, so I use chopsticks with my left hand, um, but I am actually right hand dominant. I think I used to be like left hand dominant, but somewhere during... The youth that got changed. How about you, Mire?
2: Um, yeah, so I'm Mire. I'm Korean. Um, I was born in Japan, but I happen to be Canadian, and now I'm in Singapore. Um, mm-hmm. I also work in the arts and culture area, mostly in arts management, but I also do some illustrations and I write. Um, I'll say an interesting fact as well. Um, so I'm not really big on sweet things. But I really, 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 really love ice cream. That's like the one thing that will always make me happy.
0: (laughs) Do you have a specific flavor?
2: I always refer to matcha. Matcha Mm -hmm. was like my favorite ice cream flavor since I was little. Like Baby Mire would love matcha for some reason, like very weird. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I think matcha. Baby Mire is so refined. (laughs) Baby Mire is a
0: grandma. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, I think I usually go to like tea flavored ice creams. Um, I'm curious what your typical ice cream go-to is a brand um would be in Canada, Singapore, and in Korea.
2: Wow. That's that's very hard. Um, so in Korea, in Korea I usually just go to like 7 Eleven um and get like those popsicles in convenience stores, which are like they used to be like two dollars or like a dollar, but now I'm sure it's more. Um So usually get those, and there's no particular flavor I like. Um, But here in Singapore, there's two ice cream places that I found Mm -hmm. that have the best ice cream flavors. Um, And one of them, I don't remember the names right now, but I always get the lavender in one of the Mm -hmm. ice cream shops. And the other one, oh, the other one's called Monarch and Milkweed. It's a really pretty name. Um, and they have a lot of tea flavors stuff too, so that's where I go to. Um, Canada, I think I always just go to Keku. I don't know where, what other ice cream shops there are in downtown Toronto.
1: Um, mm.
2: Yeah, so those are my those are my spots. <laughs> <laughs> Do any of you have like
0: a go-to ice cream flavor? I usually go for chocolate. Really, I'm so shocked. <laughs> Do you also go for chocolate tin bits and like chocolate donuts. I don't usually get donuts.
1: Uh, oh wait, yeah, sorry.
0: I like, <laughs>
1: right, I like just like chocolate, chocolate drinks, chocolates, or like chocolate ice cream. That's like that's my go-to flavor in desserts. But I also really like the tea flavors. Recently, I tried I tried bang bang ice cream, but I I think keko is more. Interesting in terms of the flavors they have, and in in Singapore, there's this is brand called Awfully Chocolate. I really like their chocolate ice cream. Yeah, I recommend it if you mm, haven't tried. I it. haven't been
2: yet, so maybe that's uh-huh. where I have to go. <laughs>
1: yeah, it sounds like should
0: do that.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, also in Canada, I really like uh, Tsujiri. Oh, mm. the matcha matcha mm. ice cream. Mm.
0: I don't normally eat ice cream because I have I'm a combination of slightly lactose intolerant, but also because I have sensitive teeth. But there's like a couple ice cream places that sound really good, like Ruru Baked, for example, but I haven't tried it just because it's out of my interest. Um, but I'm also in the tea and coffee spectrum for flavor profiles that I like. I do really like the durian one from Keiko. Like uh-huh. that one is quite... That's the only ice cream durian place that I like. Mm, I don't usually get durian ice cream. I always go for like the
1: fresh durian. The like thought of ice cream durian just feels not very fresh in my mind, so I never like try <laughs> <laughs> And also, I just like I just imagine like the whole fridge smelling like durian. It's like not a pleasant oh. feeling.
0: It's definitely a lingering smell, but I think that's why I liked it in ice cream form, because like durian as a fruit, sometimes it can feel really heavy, even when fresh. So Mm -hmm. it kind of tricks me into thinking it's lighter in the stomach when you have it in ice cream form. But I also haven't had fresh durian in a very long time. Mm. My grandma
1: used to cook it with green bean, like green bean soup, and then she adds durian. I like that. It's like a nice balance. Would it be cold? Uh, it's, I usually have it warm. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so now that everyone kind of knows us, uh, maybe we can talk about how we met and what were our first impressions. Um, I don't really remember first impressions of people, um, but one thing I know is that we all met through Project 40. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> We're um, friends, <laughs> <laughs> are we? <laughs> yes. Um, and for the listeners who don't know what Project Forty is, uh, it's a Pan Asian artist collective that's based in Canada, but we work with Asian artists from across Canada. Um, and we host exhibitions, workshops, events. We also have a biannual print and digital magazine called Loose Leaf. Um. So, yeah, so we focus a lot on kind of supporting young and emerging Asian artists in Canada. Um, and, yeah, I think that's really also how we first met, like, P40-related
0: things. Um, Abby, do you remember? I do, because, actually, I don't even know, Jing, if you were in Toronto at that time. <laughs> Probably not. Um, I think I met uh, Miri in the summer of 2014, I think, Um I know it was a summer because we, we met on a bus, and it was going to a vending event. Like P forty was vending some merch, and then I was lugging like a granny cart plus two bags of th- of stuff, and it was very heavy. And I was very afraid of being late, and it was really really hot. So I was just like stressed, sweaty in this bus going to this place where I didn't really know many people, and I remember being quite anxious. Um, but Miri came up to me first and was like, Hey, are you Abby? I'm here to vend with you because we had just is when we first started project 40, it was just me and Jasmine. And so someone brought up in that summer being like, Oh, Miri is really cool. She also does like really cool art things. Like she should come, like get to know you guys at P40. And we're like, yes, come. But Jasmine's not in the country and Abby is vending at this thing. She can come to the vending event. Um, and so, my first impression of Miri was that, like, wow, I was, I was just so glad to see her, um, even though I had yet to really get to know her um, on the bus before we went to a place where I knew even less people. What about you, Jing? How did you first meet Mireille? <laughs> oh,
1: we're strictly just colleagues. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> I think I met Mireille at Crimson Tees. It was like an onboarding meeting. (laughs) No wonder you were just (laughs) colleagues. Yeah. So I was the, I just started as the communications and outreach assistant. And so Mireille was kind of explaining how things work at Project 40 and Lucy. And I remember feeling like Mireille was very organized because she had like her planner and like calendar (laughs) and she gave me like a whole document of like project 40 style guide and it had all the like information wow Um, i remember this yeah Um. i i was like i was struggling to understand what p40
2: actually does (laughs) and then (laughs) i just give you all these documents and like yeah yeah. you got to know this
0: (laughs) yeah did you create those documents for that meeting or were you did you already have them Created it for that meeting, like forging.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was like, whoa, (laughs) it's next
0: level. (laughs) Very organized indeed. Miri is still very organized, comes with all the docs. (laughs) I try. That's how my brain
2: works. (laughs) What about both of you? How did you both of you meet?
1: Uh, So I also met Abby at Crimson Tees, but... I actually don't remember much from that first encounter. I'm sorry, Abby.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, I, oh uh, so I didn't leave a strong impression. <laughs> yeah, you weren't my colleague then. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I met you no. before I met Mireille, right? Like, sorry, I, I didn't meet you before I met Mireille. You met me before you met Mireille, right?
1: Yeah. So I met you at that, I think it was a P40 event at Keys. Yeah. I think I asked questions about, like, how to get started in the art scene I just got to Canada and I was interested in the arts and I didn't really know where to start and Mm -hmm. so yeah you were very helpful.
0: Oh was (laughs) I? Because I totally didn't feel that way. I remember yeah I I didn't (laughs) I, I felt unqualified and also a little thrown under the bus so I know that the reason why you came to that p40 event was because you met jasmine at a uft event and she told you that we were doing um i don't know if it was a workshop or a reading or just like a hangout at crimson teas but you came near the tail end of it and then jasmine was like this is abby this is jing chat <laughs> it was something like that all right it's and then i was like, back
1: to me yeah yeah
0: and then i was like uh okay what 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 questions do you have and you asked me something about the art scene and i was like i'm also quite young i also and i'm i'm also quite inexperienced and so i basically word vomited all the places i volunteered at to try and get into the art scene and like get more familiar um yeah so but i remember my impression of jing was that she she did a lot of nodding and like a bit of like a confused brow like like the furrowing of the brow <laughs> and I was like this isn't working this is also where I volunteered at in this place <laughs> okay. I think the more confused you got I was like oh I need to tell her more places no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, wow. I'm not sure I was actually that helpful that time I think um, I just like took notes
1: but also to be fair I had a tendency to ask like really like vague questions. because I didn't know like where to start and I think that conversation was a good starting point yeah I mean I got to know you and Jasmine and P40 and I think that led to like me applying
0: for the role and getting more
1: involved
0: (laughs) we are just colleagues we started (laughs) as colleagues um yeah I think I left that meeting being like oh I'm not sure what will happen with 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 Jing, because I don't I like it was so abrupt and also short because Crimson Teas was closing soon. Mm-hmm. So I was really glad the next time I saw you, wherever it was, or like whatever we were doing. Um, because I was like, oh, I'm glad that it wasn't like I just overwhelmed and dumped a lot of information on this person. Um yeah. Wow. Well Crimson
2: Teas seems to be like our hot spot for P40. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: It made things happen.
2: <laughs> yes. mm. Shout out to Philip.
1: <laughs> so it's been almost four years since we met. That's like, that's crazy to think.
2: Yeah. And now we're no longer just colleagues.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're oh. not even colleagues anymore. We're <laughs> yeah. starch friends. I'm curious how that changed from how we first met to like, where are we currently?
0: Mm, Where are you now, Abby? So is your question like, how have you grown in the four years? Or is your question like, <laughs> I'm
1: kidding, I'm kidding. Just sure. on the surface only.
0: surface Because oh, <laughs> you know, we're just colleagues. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm still working in the arts and culture sector, and I'm still based in Toronto. Um, I'm doing, I remember that when we first started P40, I was the one who was doing the marketing communications. And then Miri came on and did the, did the marketing communications. And then Jing came on and did the marketing communications. But in outside of P40 I haven't quite left that like I'm still working and doing a lot of marketing and social media um, but I've been also in doing some programming and curating on the side as well I'm currently on the surface level working on some (laughs) applications for residencies and exhibiting opportunities I feel like in Toronto the city really gets more lively during the summer so there's a lot of things popping up so I'm trying to keep up with applying to things that I think would be interesting and a good opportunity for me um i'm also working with jasmine under the name of jabs like you can see this pulling names jabs from collabs. names <laughs> hashtag <laughs> um thanks for the plug um we are currently working on a new zine project um surrounding the idea of objects um and i'm quite excited for it it's gonna be like a part two of referent Oh, when when is it going to be coming out? Um, It's coming out in the fall. Ooh. What about you, Mire All the way over in Singapore. <laughs> Why are you over there? <laughs> so I'm in Singapore because of my master's,
2: which I just finished. It was a master's in arts management. So I'm currently really deep into searching for jobs. And like what Avi said, um, even outside of P40, I've been doing a lot of marketing stuff. So Right now, I'm trying to get out of that. Um, I don't know exactly what, but I guess that's the journey that I'm on right now. But besides searching for jobs, I'm also working as a freelance translator. I also run my own publication with a friend, which is a passion project for the Korean female diaspora called Choa Magazine. Um, and I also run a music blog with Jasmine. Apparently, Jasmine is in all aspects of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> So, yeah, so I'm doing a lot of different things. Abby's doing a lot of different things, source Jing. So, I feel like that's like a topic that we could definitely talk about later in the future. Um, but, anyways, like, like Jasmine like,
0: as a topic. Um, oh, no. <laughs> <Well, laughs> I don't want to talk about her episode, Jasmine. <laughs> talking, Jasmine. <laughs> Jing, I think before you go and tell us where you are currently, you also have to tell us in what ways you're working with Jasmine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just did like a tea illustration series with Jasmine. Jasmine so jasmine's running this studio called day people studio and i'm from the same area as she's from so i kind of understand the tea ordering culture and she wanted to make like a series that accompanied her newsletters that referenced the tea ordering conventions in singapore and so i made a few gifs of little tea illustrations which was fun and i'm not sure if we're continuing but so far i've made before okay. maybe we'll turn it into some merch i don't know
0: mm-hmm. yeah that'd be
1: cute um otherwise i'm in my last year at uft in the bachelor of information program it's a mix of computer science design and social science but with a focus on information and technology so i'm also doing a part-time designer role at uft's of sustainability office and a research assistant for one of my professors.
0: Jing, I can't I, believe you're in your last year.
1: Yeah, that's... Well, we met four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you're right,
0: you're right. Jing, <laughs> it's growing. <laughs> I still, I don't see you as the same person you were four years ago. I think I'm um, just... I just never know what year you're in. <laughs> so now I know. Because <laughs> I never seem to be graduating. No, it's because you... you <laughs> I think you've done similar things to what I did where you like jumped around and so I'm like, Oh, I don't know if like that means you're in your second year or your third year. But mm. yes, now in your last year. God. Yeah, it. my fifth year. Oh, is it your fifth year too? I also did a mm. fifth year. Me too. Oh <laughs> that's a commonality. Yeah. <laughs> Do we need to talk about that in an episode?
1: Five years in university. <laughs>
0: Well, it sounds like we're definitely in some transition periods with um, Jing, as, as now known, finishing up her time at U of T um, and Miria looking for jobs. So I think a good way to segue this into thinking about where we are currently after we've discussed first impressions and like um, what we're currently doing is how you're feeling currently. So if you would use one word, how would you describe how you are? i feel a
1: little bit scattered scattered is my word
2: Mm. um i would say i'm anxious yeah what about you abby
0: i would say i'm feeling chaotic good (laughs) <laughs> and I good. feel like all these words just really tell you that, oh, we're in the middle of some tra- some things. We're, like, doing some things. <laughs> like, um, transition period for real. Um, does anyone want to elaborate on the word that they chose?
1: hmm So I'm thinking a lot about how to build my portfolio and how to find a job when I graduate. I think on the note of, like, visa and being a foreigner... I, I think I didn't think too much about this when I started university, but as I'm about to graduate, I, I feel like I need to have a plan. I need to be preparing for this and I feel like I need to do more. Like, How can I find a job that allows me to stay and like extend my work permit? Mm-hmm. Those are sinking in more right now and also moving because i'm thinking of moving again which (laughs) i have for the past i realized past 10 years because uh, when i went to singapore i stayed in kind of like boarding schools where at the end of each school year they make you like um pack up and leave and when you come back they kind of assign a new room so Each year I I moved rooms and I stayed in three hostels in total when I was in Singapore. Each year I had different roommates. And when I went to Canada, I also moved every year Mm. so far. And I'm kind of tired. And I'm hoping Mm. that
2: I will find a place that I can stay for more than a year this time.
0: Mm.
2: I totally relate with this. Um, I think the longest I've stayed at a place... well. Before before university is different, but um, after, once I got into university, I lived in res for two years, which meant I had to move every year and and summer. Um, summer, you go to a different room as well if you're staying in res. And then I moved out and I moved to an apartment and I moved to another apartment. And, but luckily I was able to stay at, at that apartment for like three years. But now I had to move to Singapore and I have to move again. <laughs> So I'm so tired of packing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm so curious about your stuff, like because my parents are moving out of my childhood home, and so I'm last weekend I spent a lot of time packing, uh, things I want to take with me to my current apartment, um, because they're downsizing. So I want to take back all of my stuff, but then I have no room in my current apartment, and then there's this like. The picking and choosing of what you want to keep and the where you're gonna put it. I'm how did how how did you both how? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I think um, when I was in Singapore, each year I would have one box of things that belong to that year, and because my my parents would like pick me up from Singapore, so it's, it's not too difficult to move my things, mm. and then so. Right now, my mom is complaining that um, there's too much stuff at my childhood home, and she wants to like throw everything out or like give things away. So I think when I was younger, I, I cling on to stuff more. Mm-hmm. But now, as I grew grew older and moved to more places, I feel more comfortable with the idea of parting or mm-hmm. like not keeping
2: everything. It's it's hard. I also the type of person who likes to hold on to things so it's hard to be like oh but there's no room do I keep this (laughs) like what do I do with this
0: yeah yeah I think I one thing I found in my childhood bedroom was that when I was younger I had packed already like for grade I don't know what age like grade one to five I already had a box of all my most precious things so I already consulted it and then I was like oh I have a box and then I found another one for the years, like between grades, grade six to 12. Um, so I, 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 threw out more than I thought. And I think because I'm a Taurus, that I think of myself as someone who holds on to a lot of things, but it was so easy <laughs> to throw some things out <laughs> that I was a bit like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> um, yeah. It's kind of crazy how much you can, can like gather over the years, especially And then I, how do you, what do you guys do when not all of your stuff is one place? Like, there's still stuff in Singapore, there's stuff. I know, Mira, you have stuff here at a friend's garage. So (laughs) how do you feel about not having everything in one place? I think for me,
2: it's like, I knew being in Asia was temporary. So I think like, Mm -hmm. when I came to Singapore, I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm only going to take the stuff that I think I will need um so like it's fine to be away but sometimes I worry about it just like being in a garage (laughs) especially some of my clothes I'm like will they be okay (laughs) yeah um yeah but all my like really precious like childhood stuff
0: um all I think they're all in Korea what about you Jane? how do you handle all your things being not with you all the time
1: well, I guess, as I said in the opening, I have different personas, uh, <laughs> different <yeah. laughs> different versions just live in different spaces, I guess. I'm not too uncomfortable with that.
0: Mm. Yeah, I guess I'm okay with being scattered. Geographically, materially scattered. Maybe uh-huh. not in other ways. We should do an episode where we talk about code switching in different environments. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah.
2: Okay, well, let's go back to talking about where we are. Um, Abby, do you want to share with us? Chaotic good
1: sounds like the opposite of each other. The word, two words. I
0: totally forgot that's where we were. <laughs> I was like, oh, next question. <laughs> um, uh, chaotic good. I, um, you know how there's that meme where it's like chaotic evil, chaotic good, chaotic neutral? Wait, actually, I don't know if a good is one of them. But anyways, I am feeling Chaotic Good because I think I'm equally scattered. I think there's like a lot of things happening that I'm trying to balance. Um, I'm curating P40's last exhibition ever before we fully close. Um, um, It's coming out this summer in August, uh, and we're still trying to finalize details for it. so that's exciting, but also a little bit nerve-wracking. Um, the exhibition is called Precarious Joy. So it's themed around the idea of joy and community as power. But since the pandemic, we've been kind of thinking a lot more about grief and joy. And so I've been finding that I've been thinking about those two things and how they, um, how you hold both and balance both. And I think joy is is kind of... It can feel very small in our current social context um so i think that holding onto it tightly but without like a scarcity mindset is kind of what i want to convey in this exhibition which means there's like a lot of good things about it but it is like still in the works which is why i'm chaotic good yeah but other than that i think i'm waiting for i think i'm impatient to see certain things happen which also just means I'm a little bit more disorganized. Like I don't have all those Excel docs Mirai has right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're a little bit uh, messy. They're there. They're messy. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Mirai?
2: Um, I guess my word anxious does relate to what I've been thinking about.
0: So I think because
2: right now I'm thinking about like finding a job, um, I'm thinking a lot more about like what kind of work environment and work culture that I want in the future, obviously, because I think I'm still young and still have need to learn a lot more things and need more experiences. But I think I'm starting to realize that I actually just want my own thing. Like I want my own business. Obviously, Mm -hmm. that's something that's like financially sustainable, which is very hard. Um, but I think it would be really great if I can just like own the business, be the boss, uh, work with people. But I think that's the kind of environment that I want. Um, and I think it's like very common nowadays, you know, like people being a YouTuber or like even like influencers. Like it's it's a business that these people are running, um, which is obviously not something I will be doing. I will never be <gasps> an influencer. <laughs> Miri's gonna be a YouTuber. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> Hi everyone. Today I'm gonna talk about
2: <laughs> oh my god. Like
0: subscribe. <laughs> um <laughs> for your own business, Miri, is it like you want to freelance or do you want to own a brand and like be a something XYZ creator content? I think not a YouTuber. <laughs> not a YouTuber.
2: Maybe YouTube in the future. Right now I'm not confident. <laughs> um i think not freelance i don't think i can do have a freelance life i don't think that's something that i can handle um i think it's more like actually starting my own business um so like actually having like a product that i'm like selling or providing to people i think that's the realm that i'm thinking about but i think obviously i have this idea but i don't know what that is like what I'm interested in doing, um, what I'm good at. Um, so I think that's like the process right now. Like I'm trying to figure out, um, Mm. yeah, but obviously it's so, it always comes down to money. It's like, how do I make money? How do I
0: survive? (laughs) Yeah. That's the tough part of figuring out like your boundaries and then what, what, what you're willing to sacrifice or do to make that thing come about? Yeah, yeah. That's those are hefty, hefty, uh, hefty thinkings you know. <laughs>
1: Hefty thoughts. But I do. I can totally see you as your own boss. So, okay. Oh, okay. All the Excel sheets and like wow. performance <laughs> indicators. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how the future unfolds. Hmm. Yeah.
0: I can also see Mirai being her own boss. I think, I think you have like, when you know when it when you have more clarity to what it that is, like I have no doubt you'll go running for it full force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully I will figure it out. And I think for me, it's also,
2: I don't really think a lot about like what my parents or like what people around me expect mm-hmm. of me. But I think it's like inevitable. Um, obviously,
0: I can't just always be thinking about what I want. I had a friend who was like uh, in a different friend group. One of them was like, "Oh, I want to quit my job. Is it bad to quit before a year is up?" And then the other person was like, "Oh, don't defer your own happiness and like desires." So, yeah, you know, keep, don't don't worry too much about other people. Yeah,
2: that's mm. something to embrace. Mm
1: a bit tricky though like how do you balance what you want for yourself versus what is practical or how not necessarily what others expect of you but like how that perspectives or what you think others might think of you affect you if that makes sense
2: yeah. yeah definitely I mean it's like obviously it's the society's expectation of what it's like a sustainable way of living or like what's like a sustainable job a stable job um yeah but I believe that if you really trust yourself and you really believe in your skills or like the product that you're trying to sell or whatever you can make it even if in the beginning it's hard yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> yeah I agree with that I think
2: well, it's so. I'm here in this podcast, so something has to happen now. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's recorded.
1: <laughs> Whoa, we are witnessing this moment. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're aging. Right, so that was a lot of heavy thoughts and kind of anxiety around like job and the future. Um, how do you actually take care of yourself right now? Or what about little things that you
0: indulge on? Do you guys want to share about that? I can start. In line with what Miri said and not about not worrying too much about what other people are thinking, I have been spending less time on my phone. And I think I've also been slower at replying people, including my own family. Just because I think um, I, I kind of wake up feeling like I need to hit the ground running but that can lead to me being more careless with my words or like it it can kind of come out sometimes in dismissive tones, especially if I'm annoyed. So I've been spending less time on my phone and less time on Instagram so that I can be a less distracted from seeing everyone's Insta stories, but be also just be able to think about things a second time before acting too rashly. Um, In terms of indulgences, I feel like indulging can be both good and bad. And the perfect example is today, I took a freaking three hour nap (laughs) in the middle of the day. (laughs) It is a long nap. I totally didn't need it. Or maybe I thought I didn't need it. And I usually wake up with a headache after I nap because I don't normally nap. And I also grind my teeth. So I indulge and it bit me in the butt.
1: this kind of reminds me of so when i was thinking about my first impression of abby i oh no thought, no i thought you had like a very calming vibe and your voice reminded me of or the way you speak reminds me of with wendy the youtuber mm. but like in real life because oh, no <laughs> <laughs> no 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 it's when you because you tend to be like late to things you walk really fast and you get annoyed when people like block you on the streets
0: i do so get annoyed
1: that kind of reminds me of that when you when you talked
0: about the being on your phone and being annoyed oh yeah, yeah. i i i'm not i I'm, I'm usually pretty patient but i am i get more easily annoyed and i'm more sensitive when i feel like i don't have control on things Hence the chaoticness. But I'm like, I'm doing okay. I think things are going fine. I mean, the streets are quite empty right now. So I'm not annoyed at people blocking my road (laughs) when I walk. It's my pet peeve to walk behind a crowd and that person in front of me is very slow. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. I also get annoyed by
2: that. (laughs) (laughs) But I can totally relate with the nap stuff. I've definitely been napping a lot here in Singapore. I think it's the weather, like, because it's always Mm. hot. I just get so drowsy in the afternoon and I'm like I just need a nap and then a nap becomes an hour and then two hours and you're like why did my alarm not ring yeah yeah so it's it's pretty bad um so I guess that's an indulgence in a way another indulgence is obviously ice cream Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought it'd make a return (laughs) and again because it's hot here I'm definitely eating more ice cream um probably I will I want to say well recently um because right now Singapore is in phase two I always have a pint in the fridge so I think Mm. I eat at least I want to say not every day every day is too much so maybe like five days a week (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) so I mean for someone who doesn't eat sweets and like yeah I don't think that's too I don't I think that's a very fair amount You know, you're not doing back-to-back seven days a week. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I guess so.
1: I have friends who have, like, bubble tea twice a day, so I think five times a week is okay for
0: ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) It's reassuring. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do do you have an indulgence? Are you eating ice cream five
1: times? I'm not that into ice cream, but i because it's also getting hotter here i'm getting a lot of iced coffee um Mm -hmm. either from mcdonald's or neo coffee which is dangerously close to me both of them are dangerously close to my place but um neo coffee is more expensive so (laughs) i try to have that less yeah that's my indulgence
0: i i also, had Neo yesterday. I had a Hojicha ice latte. That was very good. <laughs> okay,
2: so we can wrap it up with our final question. Um, so, what are we doing now? Like, literally now, not just like, you know, we're, we're working on these things. What are you going to do mm. today?
1: Mm-hmm. I started listening to the audiobook of Crying in H Mart this week. And, um, I think I'll listen and wind down while I prepare for tomorrow. It's pretty good so far. I like the voice of the author.
0: Jing, I'm like getting an impression that you like soothing tones based yeah. on <laughs> so. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> can you make an audiobook? <laughs> Me? Yeah, write it, I'll read it for you. <laughs> Not like I'm already doing a podcast with you, whatever. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but I don't want to listen to my own voice. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you write it I'll read it for you. <laughs> I can read your essay about Bitcoin. And <laughs> um, it's okay. It's not that great. <laughs> what about you, Abby? Um, today is Wednesday and for me and Jing it's 10:33. I Wednesdays are usually the day where I'm like, oh, I definitely need some sort of pick-me-up because Humph day be real. Um, So I'm gonna do either a face mask or a hair mask in the shower. It's Mm -hmm. like I it's like it's like pamper day. Like the day where you're yeah. Um yeah, I haven't decided which one though. I think maybe I should exfoliate my face because it's quite (laughs) it's quite hot and wearing a mask is very gnarly. I think most like often Miri and I we we bond over uh, mask temples, oh <laughs> and it it's not gonna end anytime soon. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yuri, well, what about you?
2: Yeah. Well, for me, it's Thursday morning, um, so I have a lot to go for the day. But I'm <laughs> I know that tonight I'm gonna watch Friends. <laughs> mm. I recently watch Friends Reunion so now I'm back on Friends. Um and I just finished season one. So I'm on season two. And damn, there's so many seasons, so many episodes. But also once once you start you just can't stop. So yeah.
0: So we'll see where how many I watch today. <laughs> the fashion in the first couple seasons are very good. Mm, yeah. Um, so that's it for our first episode. We started off as colleagues. Um <laughs> business working relationships and have um developed into friends over the four years. Um friends we no longer forever. work together. Sorry. <laughs> yes, friends forever. <laughs> um we no longer work together on Project 40, but um we have a lot of shared interests. Um and we also walk quite different paths. Um So we started Yam Not Potatoes to carve out space for us to chat together. You know, we get to know things like Jing likes chocolate flavored ice cream. I don't know why I'm so baffled by this. (laughs) Um, And you can expect more conversations similar to today's where it's very casual. We joke, we laugh while uh, throwing in some more serious tidbits. Um, Our conversations will be centered on our thoughts, perspectives, and concerns our 20s and any topic that pique our interest whether that be music tv shows or cooking um we hope you enjoyed our first episode and that you'll join in the yam journey you can subscribe for our next episode and follow us on y- yam not potatoes on <laughs> Un- unwearaging <laughs> <laughs> on instagram yes um and we'll see you in our next episode hey, hey.